0: All right, welcome into another episode of the counterculture podcast i am your host christian along with my co-host taylor how's it going man
1: dude it's actually going pretty good
0: what good about you? it's going good it's going good how's uh how's work
1: uh we don't talk about that
0: we don't talk about that no. okay so I mean, everything else is good, good
1: until you talk about it so. oh that's, that's fair yeah. Enough. No, we're just getting through a, a little bit of a busy streak and i mean it's it's busy but laden with problems so construction's not fun construction management's not fun right now so <laughs> Of issues we're getting through it though it's a lot all of issues. Good.
0: yeah yeah we uh we actually we went to uh the zoo today actually mm. it's like their free zoo tuesday or like they oh, do the is, first tuesday of yeah, every month the wives have gone together. yeah yeah so uh, i was able to go with them today and it was a lot it was a good time i mean the kids Dude, i love the zoo uh, the kids love it and it's a lot of fun it is a really great thing uh, Peter there
1: like out front trying to protest no i wish
0: mm. <laughs> that would have been That'd a been lot really, more fun good sight I would have probably walked up to them and said, "Just because you're here, I'm gonna make sure I go to HEB and get the biggest ribeye I can and eat it tonight for dinner."
1: <laughs> like I don't know, it it depends. Like a lot of those animals, that's all they've ever known. You kind of throw them back out, and in a lot of cases, it's saving species. Absolutely, and then like every ticket goes to like many helping. helping. And stuff. Yeah, it's
0: weird. Like I, I, the 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 activists who get all uptight about zo- animals being Zeus, you know they have this weird idea that nature is some like Perfect fairy place. tale and nature is horrifying like actually. all of
1: nature's one big preserve <laughs> yeah
0: you know? yeah they think like yeah like people are cleaning up their poop after them and feeding them it's like no actually nature's pretty aggressive and pretty brutal right and pretty awful i mean i, I they clearly've never watched like a a shark week, shark week or, or or yeah or any documentary on on uh, animal Planet or Discovery. Like, we,
1: there's two types of people. When you're watching those Nat Geos and stuff like that, and the cheetah or the lion's trying to take down like the weakest zebra, or a cheetah's trying to take down one of the smallest little gazelle or something. Mm-hmm. Are you rooting for the gazelle, or are you rooting for the cheetah?
0: I'm rooting for the cheetah.
1: See, there's two different types of people. It's 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 nature. It's the way nature works. It is. But it's evolution. There's a lot of benefits to that, because to, typically they weed out the weak or the old, which creates... It reinforces a whole Darwinism, you know, survival of the fittest it's and all natural that selection, kind of stuff. Yeah. Exactly, natural selection, which makes the, st- the rest of the sh- herd stronger because you're weeding out the, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, sickly and all the that. Weak. yeah. So then you also look at it because you're like, okay, I could feel bad for the weaker gazelle, but then you look at it. And especially if you see, I know we're going on a tangent, but yeah. you see the... uh the certain episodes, it depends on which animal it's following mm-hmm. leading up to that. Right. If you're watching the whole cubs and all this, like, yeah, my mom's got to feed this brand new cubs. What's it going to do? Because it hasn't eaten in a week. You know, it's got to find one meal that will feed them all for a week. And so it's like, it's not like it's just killing and death machines and everything. Mm-hmm. They, they are opportunistic. They find one and they're good. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's 200 other gazelle in that herd and they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Now, alligators are awful and they are
1: you think creatures so? of Satan.
0: Uh, they taste like chicken. Well, they do taste good, actually. I do enjoy uh good. They make alligator. good boots. They do make good boots as well. Um, no, but that's why they're terrible. See, they we should just we should just kill all the alligators and crocodiles.
1: I don't know, man. That'd be a imbalance.
0: I'm, I'm really just saying that just so maybe we can get PETA to hate listen to us just Ooh. to have more listeners.
1: I see what you're doing. That's man. fine
0: with me. There you go. I can
1: hate listen. Let's just kill me around then. It yeah. doesn't mean to be a All season. Of them. Yeah. Everything.
0: No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, yeah. So they they have a lot of fun and it's it's always good. And it was actually cool today because like, usually the gorillas It was literally do
1: cool today. So that was a good day for the zoo. It was.
0: See, you see you that too. Yeah, yeah, I did. See.
1: <laughs> In Texas, we got to appreciate the cool days.
0: You know, it was actually really, it was a nice day, it actually, for, for weather, and, and that made it nice, because we went a few times in the summer, and my goodness, it was <laughs> so hot. It's not worth it to stay at home. Especially because there was still a portion of the year where they still were doing the silly mask mandates inside of an mm-hmm. outdoor zoo. Was all the
1: um, features and, uh, what do you call them, I guess? Attractions. Yeah, open. Because yeah. um, every now and then I think during like off season They, they, they like close, no they close
0: some of them They close some okay. of them and they're in the middle of building Some giant Galapagos island Section really? too yeah okay. It's going to be open next fall It was supposed to be in the summertime And I, I, I assume because of COVID And other things COVID. they got behind and construction and everything So but anyway Great day, they had a lot of fun Take your kids to the zoo, they'll love it So today Before we get into our subject matters
1: you have too, our kids yeah. quote. I do. It's not a banger, but it, it's still just a little insight into our day-to-day lives. So if you were going to judge us, then you need to send some stuff into us people. We've already mentioned this. Go ahead, you know, DM us on Instagram and all that. Send us some of your funnies because I mean, I mean, I think my kids are funny. I know yours can be, Yeah, but you know, we don't always have good material, but this it's not bad. It's just, I think it's good. Yeah. But we, I just wanted people to share. Exactly. I mean, it's just insight to our lives. Yeah. So, and, and uh, let us, let us laugh. At your kids, yes, please, please send me some stuff. <laughs> no, we'll have with your kids. So, I got home today, so it's pretty fresh. I get home today and I'm grilling some chicken on the outside. Um, back patio, the kids are jumping on the trampoline. My son's like climbing in the crate myrtle in the back and just shaking it violently as much as he can. Mm, it looks excellent. like the freaking um in a Jurassic Jurassic Park two or is it Jurassic? Jurassic Park 2, or is it Jurassic World? What what's the second one called? I can't remember.
0: Jurassic, oh, Lost World of Lost Jurassic World. Lost yeah. World.
1: I knew it had something like that. So you remember when they go up in a little tree basket and all they see is the tops of the trees? Oh, and yeah. It has a T-rex? <laughs> yeah. It looks like that to my neighbors. because All you see is this crate Right, crazy. yeah. I'm like, dude, you're too big. He's five, but that crate is still not big enough. I'm just waiting for it to snap. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh fall. yeah Meanwhile, he gets, gets down and I tell him like, okay, y'all need to go pick up all these balls and your toys that are in the yard. I'm at the most soon. Um, so I told them both and I was being very calm and try to be very like, you know, instructive and give them the time. And I was like, all right, you all need to pick up all these toys and put them in this blue chair. And then all the balls, you put them in the red bucket, we'll put the lid on it. My son says, okay. My daughter kind of looks at me, and then she walks and sits down right next to me. And I'm like, No, you need to go <laughs> go help pick up. And She's she the starts trying, yeah, <laughs> She starts trying to point and tell Titus, okay, no, you need to pick up this. I'm like, no, you're not listening to me. You need to get up and go help. So the point is, she thinks she rules rules the roost. So I got her to go help, and that was all good. But then getting out of bath tonight, I told her as I was drying her off, I'm like, all right, I set out your clothes. You need to go get yourself dressed because um, I said so, so you got to go listen because of what was happening earlier where she wasn't listening. And she says, no, I'm the boss. And I said, <laughs> you're not the boss. I'm the boss. Unless you want to go to bed, then you need to go you know, get your dummies on. But it just... Man, it just goes to show that she is a, a force to be reckoned with, and I'm in for it. She's only three.
0: I, girls, so. are, girls are girls something else. They're very sassy. Girls are very sassy. Very. Maybe I don't know where see with she gets their mother.
1: It. I mean, genetics, I guess, because some of this stuff, I know my wife's taught her some things because we kind of joke <laughs> about it, but there, there's other things, and I'm just like, I look at her, and she goes, like, shakes her head like, not me. That was not me, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, L- Lila has her little spouts of sassiness. I think she gets it from Christina personally, probably. but because I'm never, I never have a bad attitude about yeah. anything. Never. So no, um, so it's probably Christina. So, but anyway, I like that one though. I think that that is. I know. Obviously, we try to. It's not the find, funniest, but it's well, real.
1: but it's real, and I yeah. think
0: it's it's the cleverness of children that that can can make you. very...
1: They are witty, man. They I'll are, tell you what. yeah. And they try to trick you. Um, th- not to get on a side subject. I'll tell you one other thing that happened. My son got in trouble in PE one time. Really? He's already got in trouble? It's like a little, not a write-up or anything, but... They call it a referral? No, not even that. It's So, with kids in school these days, at least in elementary that I know, for my particular case, there's like an online portal where each teacher can go and upload and Mm -hmm. say, you know, if there is like a... So-and-so did this, or this happened today, or, you know, just so you can go and see, oh, snap. And then later in that day, if you want to email the teacher and get more specifics, but it's just like a little portal and you can kind of get things that are happening. His PE teacher, like, was trying to tell him to do something, and he really wasn't listening. He was just kind of goofing off and trying to make other people laugh. Go figure. And uh, apparently got in (laughs) trouble one time. So the days following that, we would kind of follow up, how was PE today? You know, kind of like that. And he's like, oh, it was good. Well, (laughs) Like two weeks later, I didn't know where he came home <clears throat> and just started saying, I got in trouble in PE. And we we're like, what? What would you do? And he would just kind of smile. And we realized, and we were like, and I'll turn to her. I'm like, did you get any, hear anything from the teachers? What about the little portal? She's like, I didn't get anything. I'm like, oh, then it can't be legit. And then, so I turned to him and I was like are you tricking? And he would get that big old grin that he can't hide. I'm like, <laughs> did you get in trouble? Or are you tricking? He goes, I, I just tricking, but he's trying to do it multiple times. So it just goes it, kind of what you were saying kids the inside funny. of witty kids.
0: Yeah. They're fine. i home smart, thinking he was yeah. just
1: going to start tricking us that he's been getting in trouble all day. That's funny. I like how
0: he wants to lean into it. That's good. Mm. He should be rebellious against authority because oh, authority is it's- terrible.
1: It's it's happening already, but uh, what's our first topic, man?
0: So, uh, yeah, so we're gonna get into kind of a few things that are uh, going on right now. This one I think is a little lighter uh, to go into before we like go into Zippo? things are a little,
1: a little, a little. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that was a good dad, dad joke. jokes, man. Yeah, that was good. On I appreciate fly, that one. So. That was good. Okay. That's good. But we're going to go into some uh, uh, easier subjects before we kind of hit on something that I think uh, is pretty, pretty major, but, but we'll get into right. that. So the first one is actually, I, I would say it's culture war uh, uh, relevant. Um, and with the importance of this, as funny as I think it will be, these are the things that are shaping the, cult, the pop culture around us. And the reality is in the United States, our biggest export is pop culture. Right. It's our movies. It's our TV. It's our music. It's the biggest thing that the United States exports to the world. Um, But it it affects us personally in our everyday lives because it tell it. It informs us of, quote unquote, what we're supposed to think in a lot of ways. And so that's why a lot of um, battles are happening right now amongst pop culture, iconic areas. Right. And so we have a few that we've talked about uh, about. Uh, introducing on the show not introducing on the show but bringing up on the show but we want to bring up this one because partially because it's really funny but then also uh, i just love star wars so so this is uh, actually from uh, the daily wire they were doing a a article on something from scientific american which is another publication and scientific american says jedi are problematic white saviors and practice toxic masculinity
1: Mm, that's a lot to it, it's a lot now.
0: to digest but just the title alone I could not help myself I was like I must read that's this so
1: clickbaity of a title though too
0: I it, and it, it is any yeah.
1: shred of a person who's seen like even one out of the 20 it feels like spinoffs and everything there is mm-hmm. would know <laughs> exactly you're right <laughs> not even to nerd out but because I'm not even that big of a nerd when it comes to Star Wars but what is a Jedi it's like it's supposed to be basically like a space version of like a Shaolin monk it's just like well correct well well, Jedi isn't even it's not a gendered word no it's not it, it, it's 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 like a way of life right and if you've watched it there's all walks of life who can be Jedi right well I think it's there's like, only like two white guys total
0: <laughs> you know what I mean well that's because they're all aliens right? right no but it's it's a Jedi is like the it's like the phrase f- police officer or firefighter it's it's just a, a it's a noun it has nothing to do, to do with the gender of the person per se, right? But anyway, so this is funny. So for people that don't know, actually, the Scientific American was founded in nineteen or excuse me, eighteen forty five, and has published from uh, multiple geniuses, from Albert Einstein to Robert Oppenheimer, right? Pre- I mean, geniuses, right? I mean, it used used to be a pretty uh, esteemed publication, okay. I would say. Uh, and so, but now this is what we have deteriorated ourselves to in our culture in day and age. So they say the scientific world shattered uh, uh, or should uh, jettison the Jedi, including naming anything after them, despite any Star Wars memorabilia in common work spaces because the space knights are emblem or quote emblems of a host of dangerously reactionary values and assumptions. Okay. So, that's right. so this is a couple of the stuff from the article. I think this is kind of funny. So the Jedi are a religious order of intergalactic, intergalactic police monks prone to white saviorism and toxically, toxically masculine, uh, uh appropriations to conflict resolution, uh, violent duels, Uh, uh, gaslighting by means of Jedi mind tricks, (laughs) etc. Did they
1: just call Jedi mind tricks gaslighting? Yes, they did. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh! They also say Star Wars argue arguably conflates alienness and non whiteness, often seemingly to rely on racial stereotypes depicting non human species. Granted, I will give them some of that because if you watch like the 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 prequel trilogy. (laughs) some of the some of the aliens are clearly clearly like racial stereotypes it's very funny like the like the trade federation (laughs) aliens like they're like the green ones dude with the (laughs) eyes yeah Uh, they have they have an Asian accent and then yeah they have like oh no
1: (laughs) (laughs) so so I will give I guess I'll give the scientists what is a Jedi doing here yeah right yeah and then uh, what what is going on I I mean you can go down this road all you want but the sand people. <laughs> Come here.
0: Come on. Yeah. So, okay. Granted, but, I will. Uh, I I will give. I will maybe grant some credence to that. However,
1: but those were made in different times though, too. Well, I well, no. I guess the prequels weren't. Uh, those just didn't age that well. Well, I mean,
0: you know, here's the thing: is that a lot of things on based on stereotypes. Again, some of that was pretty strong in the prequel movies, but. I mean, come on! I mean, this is just silly. So let me let me do these last few. Dude things. Dude, it was an
1: alien. It could have just been voiced by. Aliens. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, so you have that. That's and us then, being
1: diverse. If you think about it, that is true in a way. I don't know.
0: Th- that is true. You got to have diversity, right? Even with aliens that don't exist, or maybe they do. I mean, if too they're far away,
1: if their ship and everything looked like an oriental garden or something, I'd be like, okay. okay. <laughs> but just the fact that it had beady eyes and they had an Asian accent ish. Other than that, that was it. And then well, the Trade
0: Federation?
1: Yeah, that's... Oh. <laughs> Moving on.
0: George Lucas was trying to warn us about the coming about, about trade conflicts. Yes, he was warning us about the coming trade conflicts with China.
1: Who's George Lucas was warning us. It's going to be huge.
0: <laughs> um,
1: we, we have to stop the Trade Federation. Although,
0: You know what's funny, kind of weirdly, is what's that, that the, the prequels have these weird kind of almost foreshadowing of things that kind of happen in real life. And, and what I mean by this is not, not literally, but it's funny how you can turn to some things like with like Palpatine and the empire. And you're like, Oh, that's kind of weird. That's kind of <laughs> happening now. Like the best one is, is like when he just like dissolves the Senate to become the first galactic empire. And like, mm-hmm. of course all the senators, I guess, right. Are clapping and cheering. And like Padme says, so, uh, what does she say? Oh, yeah. uh, This is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. I'm like, I kind of feel like Patrick right now because I think that's where we're at right now. (laughs) So, um, about that. So, Joe Biden is Emperor Palpatine, is what I'm saying. That's
1: true. He even kind of looks the same.
0: He does because he looks decrepit and he talks like him, too. I am the Senate. Well, he doesn't really talk like that. Anyway,
1: what? Yeah. What? Where are we? (laughs) I'm not laughing. You're laughing.
0: Oh man, you gotta have fun, right? But yeah, um, white
1: and so, and, saviorism.
0: And so here's a here's a funny thing about this is you. The reason why I would point out arc like this, I'm sure some people listening are like, "Why are they talking about this? this? Is silly?" Or hopefully they're laughing.
1: I hope they're laughing. Either or, we'll take both.
0: Yeah, I will. Just as long listen. as yeah, just listen and leave a five star. Right. Um. And so when you look at things like this, it really does show you where. The far, I mean, I wouldn't even say like this. This rising cult of leftism in the United States is really trying to go through not only every institution but every cultural thing and just try to destroy it.
1: Yeah, right. And anything that they don't agree with,
0: right, or anything that they can they can try to break down and destroy. Because here, again, here's the reality: you watch those movies; they're silly movies. Again, some of the most iconic characters of all time come from the original trilogy. Uh, you know, I know they like to say, again, this white saviorism or toxic masculinity and pretend like uh, you were saying this. Well, number one, pretend like Princess Leia doesn't exist or that the this newest uh, trilogy of movies was a, a female an- a protagonist. Yeah. Who
1: Daisy Riddler, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was the actress's name. Yeah. yeah Daisy, whatever. Um, and
1: yeah, she's just just ignore that. Th- the three latest movies. Yes, yeah, she wasn't in it.
0: All right. Let's say like we will pretend that didn't happen. A Mace and- Window
1: mace windu like just pretend right pretend exactly Samuel l jackson didn't have a part and he was a jedi but right yeah
0: and so they're gonna the white what,
1: heroes man that's what
0: it's about. right or yoda and all these i mean it's silly. and again people look at this like oh this is silly to talk about but again the we share these cultural these these pop culture uh stories and icons we share them as a as as a people in the united now obviously yes around the world but i don't i'm focused right. on about america right we share these things Right, but the, the this cult of the left is just just so focused on breaking down every potentially unifying uh, subject again, even if it's silly as as Star Wars. Right, I get that it's not well, very serious. It's something
1: that we all kind of grew up with. Most people can relate to it in somehow. And by the and then by them turning on 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 it, basically saying that this is wrong, it kind of makes you question things. And next thing you know, you're kind of like. Ooh, am I bad? Because I was watching this and it kind of makes you like almost more gullible to go along with everything else.
0: Right. But this also kind of goes on uh, or, or it can get added onto the pile of issues with Star Wars because a lot of the recent issues facing star so again this is I, I know this is a very specific issue or a top issue topic whatever about a certain franchise but it, it says a lot more about things going on more broadly when you had the last jedi and actually the entire last trilogy you know any sort of seemingly negative uh reaction to it was just chalked up to a toxic fan base and toxic masculinity i mean Exactly what the Scientific yeah. American is talking about. That's all it was chopped up to was you know these horrible fans that are just misogynistic and and don't care and hate women and all this kind of things. It's like no, it was just not good. Like you know, I know you want to blame. They, they're they're always looking for someone to blame and not just come to the conclusion of maybe we just did a bad job because that's what a lot of people felt, right? With that trilogy is that they just felt like they grew up with these stories and you just didn't care about them. You just kind of threw them to the side and just try to focus on a political message versus trying to tell us a good story. And I've all I, you know, I, I've said when talking with like um Christina or anyone else when ta- talking about content, I think we we may have talked about this before in one of our previous episodes, but I don't mind you know, if there's some sort of woke it's crap in some of the, the 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 shows or movies you watch. Like you're gonna get it, whatever. As right. long as they get a majority of a just a good story, fine. But they couldn't help themselves. Like I don't even remember, but the last shout out you had like the weird, like like the, the it was a scene of like the weird gambling planet, and like they had it was like this weird political message about, you know, rich people and how they're evil, mm-hmm. and then you know, the the animal rights thing with these weird alien horse things. Yeah. It is it, so strange. And then like the weird feminist angle about the the re- the rebellion uh, woman leader who like wouldn't uh, tell some of the characters, you know, what the plan was or that she would just say, oh, you're just, a, you know, basically saying you're just a toxic man. Like, I don't need to tell you anything. Yeah. Just these o- cl- clearly overt political messages instead of just telling us a good story. It's like you know, we're, we're, people were willing to accept a female protagonist. No one had an issue. Like when when the when the news about that came out, I didn't care.
1: No, but no, I don't think anybody did. like just, people just, were just tell me excited. a good story. Yeah,
0: you know, and they couldn't do it. They were too focused on this idea on and then,
1: other agendas.
0: Yeah, and you know, to make
1: a difference in the, in their mind at least.
0: Right, and then you go. To, I think a point that you made right is that you know you have all these different characters. I mean, now as far as as far as Star Wars is concerned, I suppose right, you have the Mandalorian, which is like the biggest. Uh, you know, most popular sort of, uh, I guess, brand now that Star Wars has right now, who, who the lead is a, uh, you know, Hispanic guy, right? With Pedro Pascal and multiple females in the cast, right? Everyone loves the show. Uh, although they did end up, as we've said before, they yeah, fired Gina, Gina Carano, Gina. right? Uh, who was supposed to get her own show, right? So they were going to have a female led action hero, right? And because she didn't line up with the cult, right? They booted her. Right. Uh, which is unfortunate. I'm, I'm very, again, very sad that, that that had to happen that way. But uh, it's just it just shows you it's just very silly. And, and again, they'll poke at anything they can to deconstruct this culture and, and try to rip it apart. So um, again, I, I you know I know that was a I guess a, a silly topic to to, to start no, with, but it's, but, relevant. but
1: it's it's relevant. And it's just it, one example though, too.
0: Exactly, and you know, and I think we'll we'll, we'll we'll I'm sure we'll bring up stories like that in in the future, and they may seem again like I said before, they may seem silly, they may seem not very relevant, but they are. They what, what when when they're trying to rip apart the pop culture icons and stories that we hold you know, no matter right, left, wherever, you know, what do we have to share? Right. And we, we already have so much of, of, of our culture that is being torn apart.
1: Yeah. You I mean, know, books and everything. And now, I mean, and just heaven forbid they go back into like eighties movies. None of that was PC. You know what I mean? It
0: was very not PC. Because, no, but that was, yeah,
1: it was accepting though. People realized that you could just watch a movie for being a movie. And so I, I'm mean, down this road and it's just a matter of time and then nothing you have nothing anymore. Right. Basically and, you're yeah. like erasing your history like as you're writing it. I don't know.
0: Well, actually erasing our erasing our history actually helps me go right into our next topic. Oh, actually, well, nice. Hey, we segue. don't even plan this. So. We don't. There you go. We don't. So that's actually a nice segue. And this actually has to do with our own hometown a little bit. Uh so we are both uh, we're not we don't live within the city of Houston, but we're in the Houston area.
1: The greater Houston area.
0: Yeah, which you know Harris County uh, extends well, like we said it's before, huge, yeah. way too, way too far. But anyway, but and this, I this, well, I'll, I'll start with this. So when we were when we were going down to the zoo, like I mentioned before, obviously we were going down forty five, uh, going south towards the zoo because we because we lived north of the city, and everyone knows the be someone. Um, oh, yeah, artwork, yeah. No, right? Sure. Everyone knows it, and it's a very famous, uh, very famous, I guess, icon of Houston. Uh, but today, today, it says something different. Something very, uh, I would say, very interesting. It's the the most interesting thing that's ever been written up there, in my opinion. So uh, let me pull this up. So we have cron.com here, right? That's the Houston Chronicle. That's the local uh, newspaper here for for, for the city. And the title is The Be Someone Sign Now Reads COVID
1: 1984. Which is awesome.
0: Which is pretty spectacular, I have to say. I was shocked when I was driving and saw that. And you that. saw
1: it without even knowing about it first and then looked it up? Correct,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to talk about it either way today because I saw that. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing.
1: Yeah. And what I think you, you kind of touched base on this too when you were talking about, but that's iconic for Houston. It yes. is a piece of graffiti and the big highway system that is coming right into downtown. And like, you can't really miss it. Like, if you're going. From, if you're going southbound and you're about to hit downtown, like, and everything starts to split off, it's there and it's a piece of graffiti and it's probably what, like 40 foot long? Yeah, probably.
0: I would say that's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. It's on it's an it's, overpass. Right. And it's, it's, so on the road, it's the actual, actual graffiti yeah. and it's
1: been there and it's accepted. You know, it just, no, nobody takes it down. There was like one time somebody painted over it. I think it was like after one of the hurricanes or something. And then somebody yeah, went maybe. back in the middle of the night and they like redid the be someone.
0: Right. So, so, so it's very much a Houston. Everyone knows Very, it, very right? much so. Uh, and so I know, we have, I mean, a majority of our listeners at this Probably point are, are, so. from, are from Houston. Uh, but you, if, you, if you're not from Houston, just know this is a, a, a pretty iconic uh, I guess city symbol, I would say. And so uh, according to cron.com uh, they say, our popular local landmark has gotten another paint job. The Be Someone sign has had a few changes since the start of the pandemic. Messages reading, Save Our Children, Wash Your Hands, and Voter Die, which was the dumbest one, in my opinion, um, have been painted on the landmark overpass. Really? Over-wash in Houston, your hands? Uh Yes, because Voter Die is a very dramatic, uh, overly dramatic statement that was used by BLM activists. Oh, I got you. So, so yes, that's silly. Uh, wash Your Hands is silly because, uh, I mean... I think this should go without saying everyone, you should, you should wash your hands, you know, after you go to the bathroom or would think. whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of the funny thing about the pandemic when people had such a big deal about washing. Uh, it kind of made me concerned. Like, are y'all not washing your hands? Like when you, <laughs> Oh, we going to start you?
1: now? Okay. Now we start. Okay. And it's
0: like, well, so you're, what you're telling me, everyone is that you're disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, so again, so it's gone through many different uh, messages over the, just again, just since the start of the pandemic, they go on and say, be someone graffiti has been illegally, uh, has been illegal, but Union Pacific may actually call the police over the latest change, is what they say, and which I wouldn't shock me. Uh, suffice it to say, Houston's most famous graffiti tends to reflect the times, worries, and fears of the city's people. Now Houstonians and passing through travelers have a new message to read when they pass uh, I-45 saying COVID-1984. While we're not sure who made these changes uh, to the unofficial Houston mark marker. The phrase is likely to reference a to George Orwell's dystopian novel 1984. You don't say. Uh, the book tells the story of a society where the lies and misinformation or where lies and misinformation are used by government to control the population.
1: So, I don't think it's relevant. It doesn't make sense.
0: Really? You don't you don't think not it's very relevant I mean, right I, now?
1: I, it doesn't seem fitting right now. You know, actually, I think everything I a point. is peachy.
0: Well, also, the government never lies to us. They don't. So I think this person might be a little overdramatic. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think we're good. Case closed. We better catch this guy. How dare he?
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. a He is a awful, disgusting, anti-vax, misinformant. We must We must find him, arrest him and put him in jail. How
1: dare he speak his mind? All other graffiti was allowed. Wash your hands. Voter die. Voter die. Yeah. But but COVID this, this 1984, crosses and the line. You, COVID nineteen eighty four is a brilliant mash, in my opinion. I don't know.
0: It is because that is the world we're living in now. And so they end saying such references have grown popular amongst anti mask among anti mask movements and COVID deniers. And it seems like another such group has gotten to Houston's famous landmark. If you if history is any indicator, we're in for another heady year. In two thousand twenty one, but man, I th- well, I assume she probably meant two thousand twenty two because twenty twenty one is almost over. But we're Ooh, good regardless. Edit,
1: we caught her in the yeah. typo. so grammar. come
0: on cron.com. com. No,
1: even right there. Why do why do they have to paint it like? Oh, this is just going to more anti mask COVID deniers. Nobody's even saying that. You, I know COVID's real. Mm -hmm. I may have my own opinions on, you know, the severity, the the, the severity, lethality of it all. Mm -hmm. You know, I was wearing a mask before anybody because I was watching the thing develop before mainstream media got it. And people were saying I was silly. I didn't know how severe it was going to be. Right. But my point is, don't put me, don't put me in a box with this article. Right. My issue is with government involvement. Like, correct. This government, the government shouldn't have a say in every little thing we do and all that. But just to call those other people, people who are just trying to make a point and bring awareness to kind of mm-hmm. how the government's gotten, suddenly you put them in a box. Oh, they have COVID deniers and anti-maskers. and
0: Right. It's just a it's, continuation of the othering yeah. in, in our culture. And really, unfor- it's really funny, the, the writer there, Shelby Stewart, is just kind of not even hiding the ball at all.
1: They with, don't where try she, where to she is.
0: Well, fair enough. No media is really... Trying to hide it, which which I think they shouldn't. They should they should tell their biases. I don't care. I mean, we already know that you are biased, so you might as well just just say it and then just can. But then just, you can continue as you were because your bias was showing anyway. So, and, but but again, you know, it, it, I think you point out the most important part about the article is where how she frames it at the end.
1: Yeah, she's right? she's drawn a line,
0: right? It, 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 exactly, and. But in, but here's the thing: is that she is correct. She is still correct in a certain standpoint. I don't know about the COVID denier thing. I I, I don't know anyone who says COVID isn't real. Anyone who does, I, that's just silly. It, I, it I, I, yeah, it's silly. However, to clearly put a damp or, or not a damper, but to poo poo anti mask individuals who I think it's safe to say would myself and you would fall mm-hmm. into that category at this point. Uh, a lot of it has to do with. Children at this point because adults we're gonna we're gonna do you know if someone wants to wear a mask whatever right we were at the zoo today ninety nine percent of people weren't wearing masks or a few were whatever right so a few of them were double masked whatever (laughs) like do your thing okay what
1: gets me is the people still driving by themselves in their car wearing a
0: mask I know it's it's you know it's
1: like it's the logic for me
0: well it's the cult right I mean we talk about it's just it's a cult
1: people have lost common sense yeah it just makes common sense (laughs) but. Now, anyways, no. It's, I mean, to your point, one side of the aisle is going to do what they want to do, make choices for themselves. In the or at least like you were saying at the zoo, the five percent or less who are still wearing a mask or doubling up, nobody's giving them like in a hard time at all. Right, they're just right. letting them be people. But if it was the opposite, and the five percent were not, and the ninety-five were. I mean, you you couldn't even go through the zoo in peace. It would be a completely different situation.
0: Right, exactly. And so that's where articles like this really just just bothered me because, w- of course, the way she's also framing that is just saying, you know, the, these people are stupid, right? Right. But again, and like you said, we're lumping people who are anti-mask or maybe are, are against the mandates are
1: just COVID deniers, well, which is insane. She could have made it more like a like a thought piece. Like she said, could have said, Oh, this is clearly referencing George Orwell's, you know, dystopian piece, blah, blah, blah. And she went into it. So clearly she is either just did a little bit of research or she's already familiar with it. So she's kind of educating the readers on the novel. And then she goes into the next part where she's like, you know, police are union Pacific. They want to find these people. Uh, Cause they actually want to kind of press charges this time. We don't know who's did it. You know, what are your thoughts on this? And left it alone. And that was, would have been a decent piece. Cause you're, It's news. It's newsworthy. It's kind of telling you what the authorities are trying to do about it. It's giving you a little insight into maybe the possible meaning behind the the artist's motive and then leave it at that. But instead, they have to draw that line and divide people. Right. right I don't know. That's where it irritates me.
0: Right. Exactly. And that's where not only do they divide, but it just tells me that they think, again, if you go... Against the cult establishment, the Borg, right? Whatever you want to call it, you were you were just cast out as other, and they see you as lesser than, right? Because that even goes to what we'll go into next. But I'll say this before we go into it: is SNL did a skit? It was either this last week or the weekend before, where That's they did it.
1: still going on, man. Yeah. SNL still SNL still real uh, apparently. Wow. So do you remember but, Mad TV? I do remember Mad TV. I preferred Mad TV, but uh, they maybe were that was so my funny oh remember man stewart <laughs> stewart look what i uh, anyways go <laughs> and then
0: oh man uh, um who is uh, the uh, coach um oh man what was it on mad tv the uh keegan michael key's character Uh uh-uh. oh man oh man people i just know,
1: remember mrs swan too oh and she
0: was really funny yeah. mrs. that swan. was
1: mad that wasn't a snow that was
0: yeah that was okay. that was mad tv yeah uh, yeah. And it was co- coach. Dang it! What was his name? Oh man, it's gonna bother me. Oh well, whatever. But SNO did a skit on the the school board meetings that were going on. Oh, right?
1: Really? That seems like in bad taste, man.
0: It, it, it just again, it just goes back to things that we what we've said that these people don't like you. They think you're stupid. You no,
1: know, it's so in line with um, Colbert's vaccine dress-up skit. You know, it's like right there. It's like they don't like you. It's cringy. It's hard to watch. And it's like, who's still buying this? Right. It's like there's like they're putting very little effort into this now just to make the point.
0: Right. And so but again, you know, (sighs) this is why I've stopped watching TV, why I can't watch a lot of stuff anymore. It's just that I can't I'm not going to just sit there and take it from people who clearly just show I just don't like me. Yeah. In the way I think, it's like okay, you want to be that way about it? Fine, I'm just not going to watch what you. Well, yeah, click, go watch something
1: else. Oh man, there's so many people I used to like to watch, and if I didn't watch them live, I'd I'd catch their full episodes or clips on YouTube the next day.
0: I yeah, I used to love late night TV. Fallon, my, da- dude. My, da-
1: I liked my dad, them. my dad, my dad, I never used liked him, though.
0: He was always garbage. I used to watch uh, Jay Leno. Okay. All the time with my dad. I used to watch uh, it all the well, time. Well, back with my dad. when it
1: was Leno, that was a different type of TV, though. I feel well, like. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you had Letterman, you had <laughs> Leno, right? And, and again, Letterman may have leaned pretty pretty hard to the left, but he still did good work, you know? Um, but the days of really great late-night television are just... For now, they're just gone, right? You have... The they're nothing but corporate chills, right? Whether it's Colbert, Kimmel, Fallon, uh, Trevor Noah. I mean, they're or uh, what's the, his name, John Oliver. Oh, dude! I, I mean, they're him. just they're just terrible.
1: I they're will just say terrible. They're not. I funny. used to be a Colbert fan, and I used to like John Stewart. Yeah, and the oh, there's like a little war that's kind of been under the covers going back between them two. So that's kind of interesting too.
0: Well, it's between someone who is who is,
1: and he's not, not even. John Stewart's not even like conservative. He's no, just
0: No, he's 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 quite liberal but he's but he it's it's just a battle between he's someone just a free who thinker. is who is a member of the cult and someone who is a, an independent thinker, yeah, right? and they don't and, like free thinkers. No, because well how can you? You you can't you be get a part in of the line cult.
1: and you agree with every single policy or you're out.
0: Correct. I mean that's how this works. Yeah. I mean that's where that's why you see the the ostrac, ostracization of someone like John Stewart mm-hmm. or many people that were darlings of the left for many for many years but now they're like you know I don't know if this sounds really great and they're like you know oh well you're nothing but a right a right wing extremist it's like what they're they're Just they're, 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 they're liberal. one extreme to the next but again as they continue to move the over the Overton window to the left you know who who people who were seen as liberal. Are seen as center, center or a right of center, right, and you know people who are far right are someone like you or myself, right, and then you know we're one step away from Nazis, right, like you Ben Shapiro, were. right, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable, it's insane. The fact but that that that's they what can we compare
1: are. Shapiro to Oh, and, well, is, well, it's, it's like, the same thing
0: as them Do calling, you realize what you're saying? Well, it's the same thing as calling Candace Owens a white supremacist or Larry Elder a white supremacist. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it doesn't. It makes no sense. Uh, Right. I mean, but again, it's, but that's the call, right? I mean, you go back to the LA times article a few weeks ago where they were saying, uh, uh, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. You know, it's like someone someone wrote that with a straight face or they didn't. And they're just, they're just evil. And they, they were just laughing while the world burns. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you it's one of the two, you know? And so, you know, but it's crazy, but that's where you have, these uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the uh, Kristen Cinema, the Arizona Senator, she's uh, been teaching a class at Arizona State University, and she was chased into the bathroom by these these activists. Oh, uh, I um, just saw the
1: clip of the bathroom thing. I didn't see or know who it was about. But yeah, it was, it was Kristen
0: Cinema who is like I voted a, for
1: you. Blah blah blah. Right,
0: who's a Democratic senator right from the state of Arizona, and they, again they they chased her in and they said and again like yeah you like you said. They said we, we voted for you, we knocked on doors for you, we can vote you out. How dare you not support the Build Back Better plan? Uh, what are you gonna do about uh, you know, grant you know these people are complaining about how their family was supported, which of course my answer would be, well, if they're illegal, yeah, then we can't they go should, home for the holidays because we
1: can't come back. It's like it's like, well, how about
0: get legal how about not come here illegally is my answer. Just
1: stay here and be happy that you got here.
0: Yeah, uh, you and also it's like I wouldn't admit that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but th- there's no fear the fact that a video where oh, well, you're no. filming somebody against their rights in a private bathroom which is illegal right and they post it for the world to see with like no regrets
0: well not only that when when we had president Biden asked about it he said well it's part of the process and it happens to everyone hmm. you know and he said he tried to, he did a like a quote-unquote condemnation but then he then he okays it so you think this is not going to happen again?
1: No, right, yeah, then he he's also- not picking his battles very, very wisely. I mean, even down to the whole school board thing, which we'll, we'll get into.
0: Yeah, well, he's also, he doesn't know where he is, so you don't expect much out of him.
1: Yeah, somebody just puts something in front of him. I and got it. reads it legs. or signs it. <laughs> yeah. I gotta. used to put the razor blades in the rain barrels to get them all resty. Corn pop was a bad corn dude. pop was a bad.
0: Dude. <laughs> Every time it just makes me laugh, but it's just, it just but it just tells you where we are culturally. Again, you know, again, uh, Christian dude, cinema. Who I should
1: make a shirt? I just thought about it. You uh, know the the Kellogg's corn pops. Oh yeah, but it's just a corn pop that's got like stick stick arms and legs, and it's just got like a mean face, and just says, "I'm a bad dude." <laughs> that <laughs> that would was be like good. That I would be like like pretty that. clever, right?
0: Uh, trademark. Uh, uh, can't take right. it. I said it on yeah. la-
1: on air. This is recorded.
0: <laughs> you know, but but it, but that goes to what I've said, what I was saying about the Overton Window, right? You have mm-hmm. a a liberal senator who, you, you know, it, it, there's probably not a whole lot at all that someone like Kristen Cinema, like Cinema herself, and someone like you or I would agree with at all. However, because she doesn't fall in line with everything that the cult wants, she must be destroyed. She must be followed into the bathroom and shouted at for for not for not falling in line and that's dangerous place to be right this is not a good place to be this is a very dan- and this just adds more fuel to this this fire that we're dealing with on a political level in our country that continues to divide us where again the radicals have taken control and they're steering the ship and, the, and now we're watching the the fruits of that of, of that happen you know obviously we watched that over the last almost year
1: so yeah. people are getting braver and braver I mean, you you follow the wrong person to a bathroom. Somebody's gonna mess you up. You, I mean, you say
0: braver and braver, but of course half the half the country well, was I'll on say fire last braver, year. Braver, but they know what getting I mean?
1: Ballsier and more careless to what they're doing. Oh well, yeah, I mean even down to like how it's like the newest trend is like confronting road ragers and stuff. People don't realize. People, people get shot and stuff over just, you don't want to get out of your car and go knock on somebody's window no. like you're going to make a point. People are, cr-
0: people no, are nuts. Nobody Especially cares. now. Did you see just... that
1: ATM video with the guy?
0: Mm-mm.
1: You didn't see that? Mm-mm. Okay. So basically it was a guy who had his, he was at an ATM. There's a couple of ATM or I think at least more than one, but he was at an ATM and his back is to the glass doors of the entrance and a black guy comes in there holding a hatchet pacing behind him. And the dude turned around when he got his cash, and the dude attacked him. He he's alive as Bro, of right now what? and critical, but he's got multiple lacerations. But just goes to show that you know you take you say Second Amendment rights and all this other stuff. That's one thing, but always be aware of your surroundings and Constitutional stay
0: vigilant. Carry that's
1: a, that's a whole good topic right there too. But my point <laughs> we'll is, get into it we, there's day. people who are talking and i mean it depends on what's what comes on your for you page i know it comes on mine um but some of it is just about always be prepared cuz these are real life stories of everyday people and this is what's happened to them and honestly a lot of that's eye opening because you you start to realize that's like we're we're not in this little perfect bubble of america and everything's perfect and you know i want these rights or i want this or i want mm-hmm the real world's scary it goes back to the whole nat geo thing and everything we we're saying at the beginning <laughs> life's not fair and there's honestly nothing you can really do about it you know like some parts of the world have forest fires some are prone to this like life is just life
0: well it's as jordan peterson says the world's out to get you
1: that's a good one it's the alligators man yeah you hear that Peta? we're gonna kill them. i'm going after him. <laughs> <laughs> i need new boots anyways yeah me too um, no but but yeah it, so going into the bathroom chasing her like and then no repercussions as yeah
0: it's just it's just out of this world crazy but again you know why do they feel confident to do this because, because like I said we watched. uh uh they rioters, feel empowered because they're we walking watched, in with a phone the rioters, in their
1: hand well, and they feel like
0: right well they feel morally justified but then also they they they're brave because of I mean of course they can get away with that we had half the country on fire last year
1: dude what are you talking about it's Woodstock man it was summer of love <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're calling it.
0: But 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 seriously, right? When you have that, when you have just total decay in all of America's major cities at this point, which is mm-hmm. absolutely happening, what do you expect? There's well, more I mean, outrage in
1: the news right now that that skateboarder went by and threw paint on the George Floyd statue that's been open for just a few oh, days. God. Then what's going on with you know teachers and people and like in the nursing shortage and why that's happening in mandate? There's more people worried about. It. A statue that got put because up because
0: it's a distraction.
1: It is, and, and they can they can turn to make it a, to, it a distraction.
0: Well, yeah, they're making it a distraction, right? They can go back to their 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 you know their typical. This is just more more evidence of of the white supremacist roots of this country and its evil racism, right? It's just, it's just the same thing over and over again. But of course, people, people about are just gonna, chaz
1: and chomp or whatever and all the chomper. does a slam before time? But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No,
0: yeah. Like, <sighs> right but uh, but, uh, you know again a good segue uh, for talking about the summer of love and the riots that happened which i think you know you would think it's a pretty big deal right which which i will say it it was it was well i'm not gonna say that it should have been handled better than it was but anyway but along with uh, i guess or i guess in a in a reflection i guess in a sort of way i'm reflection probably not not not, a, not quite the word uh, in it's contrast want, excuse yeah. me contrast that's the word i was thinking in contrast to what happened last year right in the rioting and the looting and the murder that did come from that 18 people uh, i believe the number is you had recently well uh, not just recently but a lot throughout this year of a lot of major school board meetings uh, becoming pretty nuts over this last uh, you know year or so. Yeah.
1: and Honestly, that's been kind of a trend I've noticed in this past year because it's not always the same school board. It's different ones and it's kind of realizing it's like, hey, this is happening across. People are starting to stand up. People are starting to try and have a voice. We had a few instances where it's like some people got together and entire school boards had to resign or they reelected all new officials. So some cases it kind of works and your voice is heard, but now it seems that the trend. And I think that's what you're getting at is just, well, um, make them look the, bad.
0: Yeah. In a beautiful way, parents have been standing up and using the power that they do have to try and make changes. We've even to talked about that schools. on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And it's been great to see, but, now, the uh, again, the cult, the establishment, the machine, whatever you want to call it, uh, has recoiled and is starting to attack back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say in a very dangerous way. So this is according to the Washington Times. They wrote this on Saturday. So they say that on September 29th, 2021, the National School Board Association or the NSBA, which claims to represent 90,000 school board members who govern our country, uh, govern our country's 14,000 local school districts, uh, educating more than 50 million school children across America, sent Joe Biden a letter. Yeah, they wrote a letter. Yes, and their purpose was to warn our adult president, <laughs> framing, uh, that our nation's schools are under imminent, quote, domestic terrorism. Hmm. So this is what the letter says. So, so, dear Mr. President, America's public schools and its education leaders are under an immediate threat. NSBA believes immediate assistance is required. Public school officials are facing physical threats because of propaganda uh, purported in the false inclusion of cr- critical race theory within classroom instruction and curricula. This propaganda continues despite the fact that critical race theory is not taught in public schools. Uh, the classification of these heinous actions could be the equivalent f- to a form of domestic terrorism. As such, the NSBA requests a joint expedient uh, yes, a joint expedient review by the. US Department of Justice, Education, and Homeland Security along with the FBI. Moreover, the NSBA requests that you examine appropriate and forcible actions against these crimes under the Patriot Act in regards to domestic terrorism, hate crime prevention, um, and all other applicable federal laws. As threats grow and news of extremist hate organizations showing up at school board meetings is being reported, this is a critical time for, uh, to uh, for a proactive approach to deal with this difficult issue respectfully, Uh uh viola garcia the 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 president now
1: they're hate organizations instead of concerned parents they're hate organizations and domestic terrorists <laughs> you're not even allowed to have a voice anymore
0: right well, well,
1: it, what the it, hell it, happened to freedom of speech
0: well it, it's it's freedom it's, it goes back to me referencing animal farm a few episodes ago yeah some right. animals are more equal than others mm-hmm. right uh and so more and more so it seems that Sadly, the rights that we are promised in the Constitution seem to not matter. So there's that. But then number, especially in this case, number two, what's really funny about this letter that she's including is the CRT issue is, yes, an issue. But that certainly has not been the biggest problem recently within the school board meetings. It's the, mask. It's the COVID policies that these school boards are enacting among the children. that is what the actual problem is. But they yeah. want to ignore that, which I'm not sure why, because, of course, according to them, Everyone thinks that masks, we, people should wear masks. I'm, no, I'm not sure why they're hiding the ball on that one. But, and, and again, what's really funny about her, I, I, again, I'm not sure why they're lying about the inclusion of CRT in classrooms. We see pr, uh, more- We've given examples. We've get well, we've given go an back example. and listen to her episode. Yeah, go back to our CRT We didn't even give you
1: all of them just for time's sake. But well, yeah.
0: yeah, we could have gone on for several hours about the critical race theory.
1: But again, it's on paper. <clears> it's in an article. It's easy to say- with no evidence blah, blah blah and then people are just like okay yeah
0: right and so number one i mean again she's blatantly lying with that number one uh but again they're, they're trying to play these orwellian word games because they're saying well we're not teaching critical race theory right as far as uh as far as the 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 technical uh college course that you take at harvard law school or whatever right but it is critical race applied principles yes, uh, or crap for short. If you want to accurately, that was a good one. Uh, thank you. You know, but, but that's what it is, right? It's critical. It's, it's critical race applied principles that they're putting in, into the schools. Right. I mean, we're. I mean,
1: whether it's just like classroom, you know, exercises or, or separating them into certain groups.
0: Well, like, yeah. Segregating the, children based on race. Right. Yes. Or, or I saw this one uh, teacher who had uh, the different shades of skin tones and each kid ha- had to put, their picture underneath what shade of, of skin tone they are, just like like psychotic craziness for these kids yep. to be. Even caring and that's about. what
1: parents are rising up with, and saying, you know, no CRT or applied principles in a classroom. But then you take, you know, like it's very, very picky word wording, like you were saying. Yeah. On the, we are not teaching CRT. No, you're not teaching it. It's just.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's like, yes, I'm not sitting down talking about the, the, the origins of CRT and Derek Bell, and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Well, yes. Thank you. It's
1: the word game. Obviously. Right? It's like what, yeah. What women do when they're mad at you and you're in a fight <laughs> and I'm not throwing my wife under the bus. God love her. I love her, but she knows well, what she does and did. she knows how to get under my skin and we'll be in a fight. And I'm being like, you said, this is, this. I did not say that. I'm like, you said, she goes, I said this. I'm like, that means the same thing. You knew what I was getting at. I like, was one word off, but it was like a synonym. So it was the same thing. But that's, you're going to get yourself in trouble. I am, dude. but you're it's okay because it's to the point. And you're playing that particular word game.
0: <laughs> yes. Right. I
1: didn't say the sky was green. I said it was seafoam green, you know, or something. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. I said it was seafoam. It's like, it's, it's the same thing, right? It's the same you know what damn I mean. thing.
0: You know, but, And that's why, again, that's why this is very important. And what's so disturbing to me is you have these organizations calling upon the federal government to use things like the Patriot Act to crack down on parents. On parents. That is insanity to me. When I read, I'm like, wow, we are, we are truly There's going to come in. to a
1: tipping point. I don't know if, if it's anytime soon or if we have a ways to go, but when you start messing with parents and you know, mama cow, mama bear and when it comes to their kids... <laughs> You're gonna cow. stop. You're gonna stop. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, that was really funny. I'm sorry, but it's that mom yeah, cow no, yes. mentality. I'm not calling women cows, but I'm just—it's that protective mode. And yeah, you know, you can have your radicals. You can have your people who are kind of, you know, have some common sense. But you're about to start waking up a, a bigger majority—the sleeping majority—and right. you're going to start affecting their kids. Because up to now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, where I live, this doesn't really affect me, or. This is politics. I don't want to really get involved. This doesn't affect my day to day. Well, guess what? Oh yeah, it's starting to affect day it to day. It is affect your
0: kids. But again, and this is what I've talked to. I think I've talked to you about this. But I've talked to Christina about this. Is that we are where we are now because conservatives were too focused on just trying to be nice and going mm-hmm. along to get along, and look where that has gotten us now.
1: Now it's too late. Now we seem like, oh, where's this coming from? Y'all are radical. Y'all are crazy.
0: Right? Because the people it, who yeah.
1: like I never even considered myself conservative. I was like, I thought I was a moderate. I thought I was in the middle. I kind of had ideas I agreed with on both sides, but like you keep saying, the Overton window has shifted and I found right. myself left on an island of like-minded people. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, that just goes to, I think, well, partially, I think when you get married, when you have children, there is a tendency well, yeah, your to, principles to you, do, you, shift, you, you, you do shift to be pretty hard and conservative in certain areas. I think it, I think that tends to happen to a lot of people, mm-hmm. not all. Um, because obviously everyone is definitely entitled not all. to their, well yeah but everyone's of course entitled to whatever they think and of course there is room for there's plenty of room for talking about ideas and everything of but there's, course of
1: there course. should always be a discussion Correct, that can be yeah. had yeah and nobody wants to have a discussion
0: no well well right the whole and, and, point and of school the left board and the right to have like, a discussion
1: yeah. right. if you're a parent who has a grievance or if you I saw one a couple weeks ago where um it was a book and the mom was talking about how uh there was a was oh, really there's a graphic like scene. Well, there's graphic
0: sexual. Uh, yeah. That's it. That was in Dallas. That was that's in what, Dallas school what district. What yeah.
1: If you found out, or I, me personally, if I found out that that was, you know, being taught to my kids without my knowledge, I mean, granted you, there's been some books, but there's a time and place. I mean, even in high school, I've read some books, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, they're on the book list. This is what you're going to read. But man, then you see something like I saw today where, it's like a preschool teacher and they're singing and like a, a nursery rhyme where it was. Did you see this?
0: Oh, the I wear a mask the to school. I wear a
1: mask. Yeah, the uh, to, to school. And they kind of made it like a nursery rhyme.
0: Yeah, again, it's, it's a like cult.
1: indoctrinating. It, it, it's, like, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's one thing to force them to do it. But then to kind of brainwash kids into thinking that, hey, I'm doing this because it's keeping everybody safe. I need to do this because I need to do my part. No, they're a kid. No. Let them play. Let them Finger paint and do everything else. You don't have to try to indoctrinate you,
0: right? Exactly, and and yeah, I did see that video, and it was it was incredibly disturbing. And I, you know, there's a very few areas where I will just draw a line in the sand, and the masking kids is where I. I mean, it doesn't make that's sense. That's where I draw. And the if line. it
1: was that serious, my kids would be at home.
0: Yeah, they'd be homeschooled. No, no, no yeah, question. No, if
1: this was a serious or. The illness, I mean, at that point, and I've, I've told you this, like if the pandemic was as serious as initially we all thought, some people still do, then we don't need to have movie theaters open. We People need to be at home. It needs to be still um, essential workers only, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. Society would be down to a halt. Government, National Guard would be having to hand out like food supplies and rations to people because it'd be literally a pandemic. Go right. watch a like- one of those pandemic movies and see, you know, like martial law, everything shut down. Like yeah. this I understand this is this is a disease or illness that affects certain people and some people have had hardships from it. I'm not discrediting that, but for the normal, healthy person, especially our youth who are like this the under one percent Mm-hmm.
0: why are we forced? well it? like we said there's been more kids uh we said this last week there's been more kids shot uh to the to, year to date in chicago than have died of covid yeah just chicago yeah then so don't all, don't know. talk to me about that don't mm-hmm. tell me you care about the kids you don't care about the kids and again i i stand like i said there's there's very few uh places but that, that the same I'll, argument with die. the blm yeah
1: about the whole well you you care about what happens to to black people but there's more black on black violence and everything else yeah and in, in those that area, like Detroit, Chicago, and all that,
0: yeah, every major city, yeah. But they don't
1: want to attack it at the at the problem. They want to just what's politically correct and what's white got supremacy. People yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's all it is. And uh, but yeah, I'll die on this hill, right? I think I think masking children is child abuse. I do. You know, and I I know some people think that's a extreme language, but I, I that's that's one hill I think I'd die upon. You know, I I think it's out of this world crazy. I think it hurts their development. And I think there's going to be a lot of children who are going to be suffering uh, mentally in a lot of different ways. Which is not
1: clean either. No. They're not swapping these masks out every yeah, hour like, yeah. like PPE in a medical field should be. Yeah. These are rewashable cloth masks that don't even filter out down and to the. They
0: spit and sneeze that's the other and thing. all they over spit, it. They sneeze and you know, snot. I don't know if you have children, but children are disgusting.
1: Yeah, they're little. Petri dishes, man. And then yeah. it gets moist. And then what happens all day? You're breathing in your own moist air. And then these kids are getting actually more sick with like uh, respiratory infections mm-hmm. than actual COVID.
0: Correct. Right. And so uh anyway so <laughs> wow
1: well, i mean we kind of dove into that a little bit but but i mean that's that's the reality we we're yeah.
0: well yeah we're, we have kids and i'll be damned if someone tells my kid he has to put a mask i'm on just fortunate that my insane. kid doesn't
1: have to my kid this is my first well, school we're
0: very fortunate to live in where an we are area of, yeah well it's also know.
1: by choice so and if it wasn't trust me i'd be going somewhere else yeah but you know, my kid doesn't have to but the teacher does so the teacher wears one And that's the school policy. And that's what they want (sighs) to do.
0: Man, that's still crazy. It is. But but.
1: that's fine. If that's your prerogative, it's not affecting mine or my kids for development reasons. um, I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes a while back, though, but. They when she's up teaching at the board, she pulls her mask down because for development, kids need to see mouth, okay, like, mouth move yeah. and everything. Well, yeah, they, they need
0: to because then they can understand better
1: lips to speech and everything else. Mm-hmm. It's all cognitive. So right, but when she's going, you know, chair to chair and helping, she's wearing one. So that whatever, if the, if you want to keep riding this this boat until we run out of gas, then let's do it this way. But my kid's not going to wear a mask.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I my my hope would be in in. I have I, I I say this, but a year from now that we're not in this place, but the way things are going, I, who who knows? But and so to to piggyback off of mm-hmm. the uh, the NSBA sending this letter to President,
1: well he responded.
0: Well, not only did he, but so did uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. Who okay.
1: Thank I didn't
0: know that. Thank God, this dude is not on the Supreme Court. Is all I have to say. But and and see, although it's disturbing that they would be asking this first and foremost, it's disturbing. But more importantly, is was Merrick Garland's response to this letter? Right. So Merrick Garland is the Attorney General, and so I am pulling this from the Daily Caller. They say that the Attorney General Merrick Garland called on the FBI to, quote, use its authority against parents who threaten or use violence against public school officials on in a Monday memorandum. Garland said that there has been, quote, a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers and staff. He said he is using or he is directing, excuse me, the FBI to work with each U.S. attorney and leaders in, quote, each federal uh, judicial district to discuss strategies to address these threats within 30 days of his statement. The Department of Justice memorandum did not specify what it classifies as a crime and did not immediately respond to the Daily Caller News Foundation for requests for clarification on the matter.
1: They want to leave it vague.
0: Correct, right? So there was a response from the president of the of parents defending education uh, her name was Nicole Neely she said it is shameful that activists are weaponizing the US department of of justice against parents right so there is at least some uh, institution that is following fighting this excuse me and then she said this is a coordinated attempt to intimidate uh, dissenting voices in the debates surrounding America's un- underperforming K through 12 education and it will not succeed we will not be silent so good for them uh, on fighting back with this along with parents and especially with what she said about uh, America's underperforming K-12 education, which certainly is the case um, in many places around the country, but uh, that's very disturbing to me. It's very disturbing to me that Marilyn Garland would see this and say, you know what, yes, we would like to use the arm of the government, the DOJ to crack down on these parents and help you li- to to uh, crack down, I mean, end up arresting some of these parents. Now, granted, I will say, obviously, if there are any uh, uh, threats of violence or or violence uh, actually taken upon any of these people, obviously, that's terrible. That is Agreed. That is not okay. You should <clears throat> never, there's never, uh, uh, almost never any reason why violence should ever be used that, that, that is just out of this world. However.
1: Most of the stuff what, I've seen is just people getting emotional i've seen maybe
0: one article about someone actually getting physical
1: really i haven't seen yes. any video evidence so, uh, of that but, so but, far, but i'm not saying v- it doesn't happen very
0: few and far between it, it does not really happen so but so but i will that say should it, be yes. handled on
1: a local law enforcement level
0: yes if if a parent assaults a school administrator the police officer should arrest him or her and send them to jail for uh uh for vi- for uh, right, uh, domestic, assault that,
1: yeah that's not, it not domestic violence but, but uh, for assault
0: you don't need, I, we do not need the federal government to come in and crack down on parents. Right. That is, that. that's where this is becoming very disturbing. People are getting very, very, too disturbing. comfortable
1: with letting, you know, the federal government handle everything. We already know they don't do a good job of really anything on a federal <laughs> Ever.
0: level. Ever. <laughs> you know uh and so and uh to that point that it gives, it gives me some hope in the long run that maybe we'll be okay because the federal government is so still found doing everything yeah well
1: they haven't even found brian laundry so yeah it's so like, they don't know oh, what okay. they're doing
0: yeah uh dog the bounty hunter may have found him first right <laughs> but, but
1: no, I, the latest i heard and i don't know if this is true there was a like an engineer who was on the appalachian trail in north carolina who swears he passed brian Laundrie on the appalachian trail and that they <sighs> talked and then he kept walking but it's like so sure, dude, whatever. My, anyway, no, that's it. That, if you he know, started in Florida, he could have walked up and, then oh, yeah yeah, Appalachian, oh dude, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No. He could be lost in, in 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 who knows where, in whatever. But it just I, goes I to show care. like,
1: dude, you're one guy. They dropped the ball from the get go of this thing. Oh, but, well, I mean, so
0: as we've said before, the FBI is not your friend. Right, you're going to have these Fed boys uh, going undercover in uh, in these school board meetings, like they did at fed the boys. justice at these justice for January 6th riot or rally or the whatever. Yeah, the Federalis. Um, but but you know, but again, that's very disturbing to see. And again, what to to your point, they're they're making All sure it's purposely fake. Yeah, your 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 tax dollars are going to be used against you, shocker, right? Yes. <laughs> but but to your point, it's it's purposely vague, right? Because it says threats and intimidations. It, that that could be if a parent says we are going to vote you out if you don't do this. That could be Short, intimidation. That, is, right that there. is that's intimidation and a threat. Okay, so what are you gonna are you gonna show up to? Are you gonna knock? Are you gonna kick in that person's door and arrest them at their home because they threatened we're that they were gonna, gonna, gonna vote letter.
1: out? We're gonna write a letter.
0: I mean, I I I don't know what else to say besides this is this is what you get when you don't stand up when you when you wait too long and now look who we are because yeah. here's the thing they want to frame this as it is these extreme right wing trump supporting maga white supremacists they want to but but the reality is a lot of these people are just they weren't very political but now you're you're effing with their kids and now they're pissed off right and 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 there was a, and, and there was a guy that was talking about this uh Steve Bannon who's kind of a political figure kind of not really in, in the too much of a limelight he was involved with president trump's administration in the beginning but he was on a podcast saying uh, early in the summer, like, you know, parents are going to freak out when they start seeing what's going to happen with their kids. And he, he was right, you know, because parents are like, this is insane that you're doing this to my child. I cannot take this. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's the critical race theory stuff or the covid uh, uh, policy. I mean, you had this you sent me this today of the uh, of uh, Dallas Independent School District. Right. We're, are bribing kids with what was it, like paying them 50 bucks Fifty bucks, yeah. to, to get to get the vaccine
1: and then it was like 500 of teachers yeah it's like what like okay i'm sorry like and then if, they made if, it into like a mashup of a viral video that they were saying yeah
0: out. and so again this is i'm i'm it's, not for against the vaccine blah blah, blah. I'm, i i i you know i have to get that that that, you that it's you caveat. Have to say it said yeah, it is but, but i have again, to get the
1: caveat because people are crazy this is, America, this is your choice make your own decision yes stop trying to influence or convince mm-hmm. other people if you feel why are you trying safe, to
0: tell yeah. some uh, someone's
1: Especially child somebody, yeah that's the other you thing, know that's just isn't crazy. That illegal too but
0: <sighs> i don't know uh trying to
1: bribe a kid without parental consent
0: i thought so but you know not in the new 1984 regime we're living in so COVID
1: 1984 dude that should be the title of the episode maybe maybe we'll see we'll talk
0: we'll see speaking of covid um
1: Another good segue brought to you I, by I, your. feels like three for three. That's in this good, yeah.
0: Oh, we have our <sighs> wonderful, vaunted, perfect, immaculate Dr. Fauci. He hmm. has come down from on high to tell us
1: <laughs> where does that dude live? Mount Olympus? Like,
0: of course. Dr. Fauci. He the came greatest down in his
1: golden chariot. Yeah. <laughs> to Fauci took yours his is, mask off. Yours is better than mine, though. It's okay. I need to work on it. I just think of a little Jewish man it.
0: from Brooklyn. It's that's kind of all I think of. I He's gotta get more raspy.
1: He's not Jewish, though, is he?
0: Probably not. Hmm. That's my own fault. Because when I think of a New York guy from Brooklyn, I think of a Jewish guy from Brooklyn. <laughs> Ethnically Jewish <laughs> or even uh, religiously Jewish. Here you go. Either way, that's fine. But I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of Jewish people in uh, in Florida, or excuse me, in uh, 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 New York. Uh, two very different places.
1: Dude, I will anyway, just letting you go.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, although there are a lot of Jewish individuals in Florida as well. Continue. It is true. I, well, actually, you know, it, it is actually very interesting where, uh, and I mean this actually seriously, where the different populations of of, uh, of Jewish. Uh, and I, I speak mostly like Orthodox Jews. Will reside in communities. It's actually quite interesting. Yeah, they
1: like to stick together.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's mostly on the coast because they're not really, as far as I'm aware, that you don't find too many other places. Usually, New York, California, LA has a large uh, number of, of Jewish individuals. Okay, um, and then of course Florida as well. But you don't find very much. Although there is a, I think there is an Orthodox temple right next to Christ the Good Shepherd here. Um, I've always well, wanted
1: Houston's to go in pretty there. pretty
0: coastal, so I mean, I guess so. But I've I haven't seen a, a huge Jewish population. in Houston, I wish there was. I've I there was actually uh, I ran into a few, and uh, I just think the Jewish face is very is very interesting. Obviously, it's the foundation of, of you know, Christianity. We have forth. a good
1: Holocaust museum here, don't we? Uh do we? I thought we did. I've been wanting to go.
0: I sp- unless it was just like yelling. a
1: like a traveling one, but a couple of years ago, I thought we had one.
0: I didn't know that. If there is, I it would be good to go anyway back to our beloved dr fauci there so he was on msnbc i think this last week and he was asked are we going to be able to celebrate christmas with our families and this oh my God. he says it's too soon to tell if people can get together for christmas and i watched this interview and i'm sorry i cannot believe we're at this place again oh yeah there is one There's- okay cool well, i have to i have to go i want to go yeah uh, that would be actually good um but uh but Anyway, um, the fact that he would, with a straight face, go on television and tell people, "I'm not sure if you can meet get with your family on Christmas."
1: Oh, I know I, what you're talking. I about. I cannot okay.
0: believe we're at this place again. It's like we're again. They do, they do not want to let go of,
1: of this power. power.
0: They want I to keep it
1: power.
0: exactly right. I mean, he cannot let I'm it never go.
1: Give you a <laughs> <laughs> Just keep. I'm going to keep doing the podcast through do- song.
0: Doctor Fauci has Rick Rolled. The American people, the, this entire, and they're time. just
1: like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, For safety. of course, If you saving yeah, you know. And I'm sorry, you know. You
1: know what the craziest part is he's not elected. No, his I ass don't ass think is, anybody even really. He was an appointed person. He's been, from been there
0: since Reagan. That's how long he's been in government. He has survived every president since Reagan. It it, it it blows my mind. It's why these federal agencies are crap and should all be dissolved, all of them.
1: Hmm.
0: that would be my perfect I feel like there's a rabbit
1: hole there somewhere
0: I I, sure I mean who knows but anyway so the reality that he would just again say this with a straight face on national television is just out of this world to me that we're we're, again it's like that it's as if we were back in November of of 2020 right there was no vaccine there was no this no that and we're like whoa we don't know bro you have to no one is listening well some people are right i mean some people listen to him with, with bated breath because they do not do anything unless fauci says so right but most of the world or most of the united states has totally ignored this dude but he still thinks that he is the authoritative voice on this because here's
1: i honestly feel like he could murder somebody live on air and then he would just talk his way like i thought there was a fly on his head so i just i hit him with a shovel COVID. And then people would just be like, that makes ble- complete sense. Yeah. He had the COVID. He was looking out for him. He was spreading the droplets. He right? was within my six feet perimeter. Yeah. And so. Sorry, a little joke. I could just see it happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But and here's the reality, right? Here are the numbers. So this is the numbers from Florida, Texas, Hawaii, and Georgia.
1: And this uh, is important. These are. This is data.
0: Yeah. And uh, this is according to the CDC itself, right? COVID hospitalizations. Have had a sharp downward trajectory since their peaks and at the end of August and beginning of September. Right, Florida has dropped sixty five percent. Texas has dropped forty percent. Hawaii has dropped sixty two percent, and Georgia has dropped forty one percent. Right, that is very significant, right? Because it just shows you again, with this particular virus, you have these scenarios where you have these uh, these surges right and then once you hit your peak there's just a downslope from there that's it that's just how this I guess works right especially because as time has gone on right according and now we can say it right now according to the the uh um, the head CDC. of the CDC right Rochelle Walensky, right the 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 vaccine does not prevent spread of the virus she it was it, she said it live on air right she she was said, Rochelle, said. Rochelle Walensky, Right. Her words, not mine, saying this vaccine does not stop the spread of COVID-19.
1: Man, they were hanging on to that by a thread for so long. And then they were trying to convince, oh, these are just breakout cases. Right. And then it was the majority of people in the hospital are vaccinated.
0: Right. Well, and and then, again, so, we can get into there's some places there are. Assigned, it doesn't matter. The point being mm-hmm. is that, again, you know, we have we, we have these vaccines it yes. seems that they do prevent hospitalization or or at least the worst Severity, symptoms, yes. which fantastic. It is time to move on because what's also happening and people aren't talking about is Norway has been totally 100% open back to normal for quite a while now. And they have had uh, COVID has gone down dramatically and they are living their life totally. And it is totally getting ignored because especially, of course, in places like here in Australia, because, of course, they cannot let go of the power that they have taken right and they're they're not going to get it up unless uh, the American people take it back because it it belongs to the American uh, individual and so uh, I guess my point being uh, be a rebel hang out with your family on Christmas I know some of you probably hate your family too bad hang out with your family on Christmas be a rebel all the
1: distant relatives that you don't ever talk to be like just invite them this time Yeah, get the biggest group of people
0: when I saw this we were already planning on doing this but we're hey, gonna just have, create
1: your own super spreader event <laughs> I am
0: gonna create now uh we're, we're we're gonna have a, a a big like fall like party get together there you right go. and we were gonna do it I'm like now after you saw this I'm like I'm gonna do bigger because I don't I'm I'm so over this I'm you not doing this I do not care party. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't. But you don't live like, on a
1: cul-de-sac, so that's kind No,
0: of yeah, I don't live on a cul-de-sac, so, I, or else, I, I would definitely probably
1: consider that. Block parties are a thing in the past, man. You remember watching, like, The Sandlot, and they would always have those big neighborhood block I parties? I
0: know. We just hate each other too much now.
1: There's some communities <laughs> where I know, yes, I know people yes, that there still are. have, like, a group of, like, five different households on the same street, and they yeah. all get together, like, once a month, and they take turns, who's kind of like... Who cooks or whatever?
0: Community, man. Culture. Yep. Uh, it's it's uh it's, and, yeah. it's waning. So so anyway, so to kind of wrap up everything, actually, this was a pretty big deal I didn't want us to miss. So um the there was a big news story, right, of a Facebook whistleblower coming out. And this has been very interesting. So first and foremost, I think what I would say is that this whistleblower told us nothing that we didn't already know, number one. And number two, I would say this is more of a coordinated effort versus just an a, a anonymous whistleblower. And so I'm going to go through just a few things real here, real quick here. So Frances Hoggins uh, it, it was the name of the, this woman whistleblower who said that she claims that internal documents show Instagram is negative, negatively affecting teenage girls, which... Okay, shocker. We all, I think we all knew that. So thank you for telling us what we already knew, Francis. And, uh, and she uses as the introduction of her coming out and as a whistleblower and all this kind of stuff going on her 60 Minutes interview. What's really funny about this is, of course, Facebook has been a darling of the left for a long time until about 2016 when uh, Trump won uh, the election for president. And so, of course, they had to find something to blame because, of course, they couldn't blame Hillary Clinton who was the worst candidate of all time, in my opinion. And so they blamed Facebook. And it's really interesting that they would turn to that because social media has been a big deal for the left in a lot of ways. Because, of course, when it comes to social media, that's where someone goes to... um, Tell the world that they're g- making their gender transition, or they're coming out. Right? I mean, uh, or you go to 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 find community to talk about your fringe left wing ideas, mm. right? <laughs> or fringe right right wing ideas, and so you have that weird phenomenon as well. But then also you have well, going back to Frances Hoggins actually. So she came out and saying that, and the media was talking about this a lot as well that she was focusing on the fact that. Facebook prioritizes and emphasizes hate speech, and right when I saw that, I that's when I personally figured out, okay, this this lady's not a real whistleblower, wuss, and I say that because hate speech is a very specific term that is only used by pretty staunch left wing individuals, and um, and so what they mean by hate speech, of course, is. Uh, people people that d- disagree with the cult right they 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 they're they're, they're they dissent uh with the, with the with the with the prevailing uh prevailing narrative right and we were talking about this that for a lot of what she was saying she wanted to cr- she was saying that Facebook doesn't do enough they need to crack down harder on the censorship crack down harder yeah. on these things which is very disturbing right very disturbing because the left has been which
1: doesn't really make sense either is like why are you blowing the whistle when you want more of it well
0: that's where it goes to i i don't believe that she's just a whistleblower i think it's a coordinated effort uh for a lot of reasons number one like, Ashley, i'm
1: blowing the whistle because i wanted to do more of this and they didn't want to so right now i'm gonna rat them out
0: right exactly well you have two things so well, you have real quick the in according to the washington free beacon uh, top Democratic operative Bill Burton is advising the uh, uh, Francis Hogan, the, the whistleblower. So you're having this top Democratic operative advising her on everything, everything that she's doing. But then secondly, along with that, according to the National Pulse, she has donated 36 times to uh, Democrats, exclu- including radical left wing Democrats like AOC and things like that. So she is she is certainly no friend to free speech. And freedom of thought. Because okay. someone that would do that, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. So so that's where I would really point to this is really a whole lot of a nothing burger. And I want to say that because there's a lot of people even on the right that are talking about, hey, this lady's coming out talking about Facebook. It, 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 it's, it's not what it appears to be. No, I, don't, and, I, and I agree you, with you. And you know why really is because James O'Keefe of Project Veritas has had several whistleblowers from Facebook, Twitter, and different places who have never once been asked to go on these shows.
1: Are oh, they want to remain anonymous? Well, no.
0: They they've never been asked at all mm. to go on these shows, so they don't care about this. Just like they don't care about the when she came out about Instagram, they don't give a crap that it's hurting girls uh, uh, when it comes to to mentally.
1: Yeah, seems like just a distraction,
0: right? And so um, that that and and so I wanted to talk about that because you know again I know and it's it seems still like developing. So it, pretty it's pretty still developing. So. She she sat in front of of Congress uh, today. Um, well, I so see if when you're hearing about this, it would have been, you know, a few uh, several days ago. But <clears throat> that's that's the reality of the situation, unfortunately, is that this is just more of a example of the crackdown on censorship, the crackdown of free thought and a more reason why we're doing this. Right. We're, mm-hmm. we're trying to be another voice that can speak out out against the I can speak out against the blob the machine uh the cult right the, <laughs> the, the establishment noise. right is to to be another voice going against this onslaught because again I think we want to be a part of this culture we want to be part of taking back the culture and, and, and sadly politics is involved with the culture now and so that's yeah. where the battlegrounds are and so anyway we wanted to to talk about that because to go back to our first, very first episode of why we started this podcast is we want to speak out against censorship. We want to speak out against any sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what's the right word? I mean, the, the, the lack of encouragement of free thinking of critical thinking, right? Right. We want to fight against that. And and just like we've said, what's like, don't just take what we say for granted. It's not that it's not, it's almost
1: like it's frowned upon now.
0: Right. Right. It just, you need to be a part of the Borg. Right? And just accept the narrative. Right? Just and we, we want to... Yeah. And we want to say, no, we want to fight the machine. For, be an individual. Question. Speaking Question of the what machine, we say. Rage I don't care. The machine. Yes, we need to rage against the machine.
1: No, the band. Oh, yeah. Did you see all that? That was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, they used to be all like, yeah, screw the government, screw oh, the screw man. Oh, screw the
0: establishment. And now, and now they're they, like... They rage they rage on behalf of the for machine. The machine yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very for sad. the machine. Yeah. it's very sad. machine. Yeah, it's very sad. So... Um, but anyway, we wanted to talk about that because that is a big deal and we have to continue to fight the censorship and know that this lady is full of crap. That's all I got to say. I guess. Amen. So, so we're going to wrap it up here with our empowering message of the, of the week. And actually it's just a nice, simple quote that I think we can all take, uh, to heart and use to improve ourselves. So this is from Lou Holtz and his quote is just life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. And I think that's really great. Because, obviously, we all have hard times. We all have difficult things that happen to us. And there's nothing we can do about that. But what we can't control is how we react and how we go forward from the things that happen to us.
1: No, definitely. It's just how you take those moments and learn from it, grow from it, or, I don't know, just at least, in the very least, take a lesson from it and just keep going.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So Especially
1: politically right now, too. It's just how you react to everything and just... I don't know. Everybody's going crazy.
0: Right. Do what you can to move forward positively, whether it's speaking out, whatever you need to do, take responsibility and you don't like what's going on. Do what you can to change it and make things yeah, better for everybody. You
1: said like 90% is how you react to it. Well, your life gets set on a course, on a different course based on every reaction you make. That's right. So if you're, you have interactions all day long and you react to one poorly or you choose to do something different, it's going to set your life slowly, surely on a, on a different ripple. So,
0: right. It's absolutely true. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to us this week. You can go follow us on, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google cast, Stitcher, Google cast. whatever it is, right. Go to, well will go to Apple podcast specifically to make sure you leave us a five star review. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, t- TikTok, and not
1: Twitter. Not Twitter, because Twitter is awful. Yeah, we don't do that.
0: And we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Later. Take it easy.